Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. (laughs) But before we do that, Travis. Yes, sir. Hello. Hi, I hate you. (laughs) But I don't. I really don't. (laughs) You're so good at that, though. You you get me every time. I try. I try. Uh, Uh, How's your week been going, man? Oh, you know, uh... (laughs) Uh, just been working a ton. Um, I was telling you off air, but uh, I did have. I was working this weekend, and we had a uh, an instance where the fire department had to come, which yeah. was f- funny. <laughs> so there was a sprinkler head that busted in the boiler room, and that's what caused the fire department or fire alarm to go off and maintenance had to come and it was just a whole ordeal but everything was all good and everybody was safe so it was it was good well i mean you were telling me it wasn't at the uh, most opportune time it was not it was at like 306 in the morning so did everybody have to evacuate yeah pretty much oh man and we were full uh this weekend we had like a women's retreat in there as well so they were not happy. I do not blame them one bit. <laughs> but they were happy that everybody was safe and everything. But mm-hmm. they they just didn't want to go out in the, into the cold. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Um. How many? Uh. How many people got their rooms comped? Uh. You know, that was a morning problem that I didn't have to deal <laughs> with. So I don't know. <laughs> I I didn't hear that a whole lot um complained so that's good yeah yeah Yeah. that's always a always a positive Mm -hmm. um let's see anything else uh i don't think no i can't think of anything else um i'm sad i didn't have a chance to go watch cocaine bear this weekend i know i really wanted to but i did go see ant-man how'd you like it i really enjoyed it okay because i mean it Apparently it hasn't been doing too hot at the box office for the second weekend. Yeah, I, I I don't know why. I mean, I guess maybe it's just people are getting, you know, maybe a little burnt out on the whole Marvel train. Like, maybe three movies a year might be pushing it a bit. Well, I think it's the movies and the TV shows and yeah. you know, just everything in general. Mm-hmm. That I just feel like it's just like an overload of content and... Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, well, also, too, it doesn't help that um, Robert Downey Jr. isn't in it anymore. So I think yeah. a lot of people want to see him. Right, right. Yeah, I think it. I think it's kind of, you know, like you said, burnout from, you know, just so much coming at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, kind of the, the main people that mm-hmm. were drawing audiences in aren't there anymore. Exactly. Um, <sighs> I don't know, but I know we we were talking about it, what, last week, week before, something like that, too, mm-hmm. where, you know, it's just so much to try to keep up on. You know, if you want to watch this movie and have, you know, know exactly what they're talking about, you have to have, you know, watched these 20 other movies, these 10 TV shows, right. these, you know, three specials that happened and, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that you go on this Disney ride to, you know, 
make sure you have the full experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And, like, I not to give an- anything away, but, like, there is at least one Disney Plus show that you should watch before seeing this. Before seeing Ant-Man and, and Quantumania, I should say. Hmm. Do you, does asking which show kind of give spoilers? Uh, no. I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, which, which show do we have to... Uh, so that'd be Loki. It would, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of what I was thinking. I just wasn't, wasn't 100% sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, so if you go see it, there are, there's a mid credit scene and there's an after credit scene. Okay, I mean, that, that seems pretty normal for Marvel nowadays. That's, oh, definitely, right. Um, let's see, the mid credits is more movie-wise and the end credit is tv show wise okay yeah okay kind of leading into the okay never mind. I, I won't i won't ask questions <laughs> yes <laughs> if you want to know i can tell you off air but yeah <laughs> right right i won't i won't ask questions um but yeah no okay okay well that, that's i mean at least you got to go watch a movie this weekend yes i was i was so happy i really needed to go to the theater it it it, it had been a while right, right. so yeah, yeah, I was, was I was good. I was stuck visiting family. God. Gosh, family, I tell ya. No, I had I had uh, some family obligations that I had to mm-hmm. get going this weekend and um didn't have an opportunity to go catch a movie. Gotcha. Okay. Unfortunately, even though well, I wanted to. Right. Well, I mean, there's always a new weekend, so I mean, it, there's always a new opportunity. Mm-hmm. Although we did kind of have an opportunity to watch uh, We Have a Ghost, oh. but nobody else wanted to watch it, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I honestly forgot about that one this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of people did. Yeah, I kind of wanted to check that one out, too. Right? Yeah. David Harper as a ghost with Homer Simpson hair. Can't go wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So I mean it does so I I know when we were talking about it it doesn't or it didn't have a score mm. uh but as of right now Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 43% critic wise but a 66% audience wise okay so critics don't like it but audiences are saying meh yeah okay yep. all right oh well, at least that's that's the thing all right I'll take it I'll, yeah I'll take Matt over in. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and you might as well. Or, I guess, would you say you would take Matt over, or you take Ah over Matt everywhere? Everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know that was that was horrible. I, I I'm not on my game yet. We gotta we gotta wait for a little bit and then we'll get going. But uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. We've talked about it before. Uh huh. We talked about how much we we enjoyed the movie. Yes. Uh, apparently, this last week here, mm-hmm. it won both Best Picture at the Producers Guild Awards, or Producers Guild Association Awards, I believe. Okay. Uh, and it also won uh, the Ensemble Cast in a Motion Picture at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Excellent. That movie deserves it. So it's it's been getting some pretty good uh, pretty good notoriety going. Mm-hmm. I it, it's been getting a lot of a lot of publicity lately i wonder if it's gonna you know go go places during the oscars 
I mean, we'll have to see. Yeah. I don't remember. Is it nominated for Best Picture? I am honestly not sure. Uh, let's see what we've got going on. It is. Okay. So, Best Picture. One second here. Okay. Oh, excuse me. We got two weeks. But mm-hmm. uh, Best Picture is uh, Top Gun, Women Talking, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Banshees of Inisherin, Triangle of Sadness, The Fablemans, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis, and Tar. Okay. Uh, and then Michelle Yeoh is in for Best Actress, and Excellent. so is Anna de Armas. Okay. For Blonde. Nice. Uh, so Supporting Actress has Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Sue. Mm-hmm. Uh, supporting Actor has ki Kwan. Okay. Uh, best Director has both Daniels in there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see here. Not in Best Visual Effects. Okay. Best Original Screenplay, it's in there. Okay, that's fair. Best Original Score, it's in there. Okay. It's not in Best Cinematography. That's That's surprising. Or production design. It is in best costume design, though. Which, yes, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and film editing. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, not in sound. Yeah, and that's all that's listed there. Uh, but yeah, it, it has won uh, the Best Picture at the Producers Guild Awards, and it won uh, ensemble cast in a motion picture at the Screen Actors Guild Award. Okay, all right. Uh, but I don't know if you noticed in there as well mm-hmm. that our boy also won. Yes. Mr. Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yes. Okay. I apologize. I keep on saying Fraser, but it's Fraser. Fraser like Razor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he won for Best Actor. Okay. Which, I mean, you, you saw the movie. You said that he did a pretty dang good job. He did a pretty dang good job as, uh, I forget the name, but in The Whale, yes. Yes. He did a fantastic job, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he won, he won that. Um, I think everything everywhere all at once kind of won a ton of different awards at both of them. They, mm-hmm. they, they did a lot of sweeping up. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you, if you want, you too could sweep up some of the props that were used in everything everywhere all at once because a 24 <laughs> is auctioning them off. Did you look at any of the stuff? <laughs> I haven't. No, let me look now. I mean, everything right now is already in the multiple thousands of dollars. Okay. Uh, but basically, everything is going to uh, going to charity. Uh, everything oh, raised have... is going to charity. Sure. Oh, they have the hot dog hands. They do. That's awesome. Did you see that? See, did you see that they have the award for auditor of the month trophy? Yes. <laughs> Uh, the rack, uh, yep, the raccoon. Raccoony. Yep. <laughs> that's, uh, that's so cool. Uh. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the Evelyn's Bluetooth headset is in there for $3,275 as the current bid as of recording. Wow. wow. The half and half carton, the current bid is $1,500. Wow. Rakakuni. <laughs> the current bid is ninety thousand dollars. Oh my goodness gracious! 
Uh. Um. Oh, and the oh yeah, okay. The rock first rock is in there for eight thousand seven hundred. Okay. So, you know, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised that Auditor of the Month trophy is not above Rakakuni. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so basically, I mean, they have like just a ton of different, uh, different things. You know, they got a lot of the costumes out there. They have the the literal hot dog hands that were used. Mm-hmm. Uh, for eight thousand dollars is the current bid. <laughs> Deidre's calculator is in there as well, which is just like a powered calculator. Oh right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, the donut umbrella. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, and then the uh, Chef Chad's uniform. Mm-hmm. So you could buy that and Rakakuni. Wow. Uh, if you have, you know, if you have the money. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that, I just thought that that was funny. It is closing on March 2nd. Okay. So just as a heads up for you. So that will, uh, that will close down on that day. Uh, just like a movie was closed down over at Netflix. <laughs> Apparently, the Gorillas movie is no no longer in development. Oh, that's sad. Okay. Yeah. So the creator of the Gorillas um, has been doing press for a different movie, or their mm. for their new album, I should say. Uh, they're going to be releasing a new album called Cracker Island. Um, okay. And so Damon Albarn has been going around doing press, mm-hmm. and. Basically, to say the new new record came about because Jamie and I were often in Los Angeles. We were we were working on a Gorillas feature film, which will never happen. Mm. And then, when asked if it had been permanently suspended, he responded, "Yes, that is to say, and without naming names, because the whole matter has not been yet or has not yet been settled. The streaming platform for which we were making the film has withdrawn. They started to panic because they were making too much content and decided to cut back on their movie offerings." And as has been classic Hollywood practice for decades, the guy we were working with has moved on to another company. From then, uh, from then on, you have lost your guardian angel, and there seems to be a bad smell hanging on you. Hollywood is quite territorial. If a new guy comes along, he must and will have a different opinion, even if he secretly agrees with his predecessor. So, seems a little uh, salty, but I can't blame him. Yeah, that is a little salty, but I mean... I, I don't blame them either. I mean, obviously we don't know the extent of everything, but it sounds yeah. like sounds like they're a little butthurt, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, especially if they've been working on this for a couple years now. Right. And then, I mean, we know that Netflix has basically definitely put out way too much mm-hmm. content and hasn't been able to kind of make up for it. And plus, animation isn't cheap. Right. So, like, and I would assume that a Gorillaz movie would be primarily animated. Oh, yeah. Or absolutely. at least at least computer, at least with computers. I don't know for sure. I haven't I haven't seen a Gorillaz music video in years. So. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, but at least we have a new album coming out, right? Yeah, definitely. I love them. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, another new thing that we have uh, kind of in development right now... Uh, yeah. ...is a new Lord of the Rings over at Warner Brothers. Why can't they just leave it alone? 
because it's Warner Brothers and they bought the rights from MGM. So now they need to make their own thing. Why can't they just leave it alone? Uh, the Jackson, I don't know. The, the Jackson trilogy was was perfect. It was pretty amazing. It, but okay, I mean, I I'll listen to it. I will at least like I will think about seeing this, but I I just don't know. Especially if it's all computer generated. Like I just loved how everything about the Jackson trilogy was all practical. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, a lot of it was. I mean, obviously they, they had a, they had a good combination of practical and CGI. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just worried that it's gonna look a lot like the Amazon um, Ring of Power show, which I've heard is just a lot of just all CGI. I mean, that, that doesn't surprise me mm. because even with how expensive, you know, computer graphics, good looking computer graphics can be, it's yeah. still cheaper than practical effects a lot of the time. Like sure. good, large scale practical effects. Right, right. Um, but I will say that, that there, there aren't any filmmakers attached to the project as of yet. Okay. Uh, but in a statement to Variety, Jackson and his main Lord of the Rings collaborators had said that Warner Brothers and Embracer have kept us in the loop every step of the way. We look forward to speaking with them further to hear their vision for the franchise moving forward. <sighs> uh, but yeah, so as of right now, I mean, <sighs> the original trilogy made $3 billion. Mm-hmm. Or grossed nearly $3 billion worldwide. Right. And basically they shot it as one movie. Right. Just a very, 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 very long movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I don't, I don't want them to make a new one just because, like we were talking about before, uh, before the program, before yep. recording, uh, I still have a gift card for Hollywood Video for Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. <laughs> Never let that go, man. Never let that go. <laughs> uh, but uh, it would be it would be interesting to see other people's take on it. Yeah. As well. Mm-hmm. But and I mean, and it's also it's been it's been twenty years since Return of the King. Mm-hmm. Wow, which, that's crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, we we complain a lot about, like, remakes and stuff like that, but, you know, even in the 80s, when people are like, oh, you know, this that's the, the prime example for movies, blah, blah, Scarface. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Scarface, right? That's, that's like, right. oh, Al Pacino, you know, just, oh, amazing movie, mm-hmm. is a remake of a 50s movie. Right. So, it, it's kind of one of those things where I feel like it's still very much part of the movie culture mm-hmm. i don't know i'm 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 just kind of i i'm a, i honestly am flip-flopping over here i just i don't want to well, see it remade but i know that these things happen oh right and it's just like uh, another thing too like i also heard that they're planning on rebooting um harry potter again yeah i did hear kind of something about that and it's like I know, I know they want to make money, and I know they know that Harry Potter will make money. But mm-hmm. 
they also know that people hold those movies in high regard just right. like they know that people hold the lord of the rings peter jackson trilogy in high regard so they know they have to do this right or otherwise people are going to complain and it's going to flop right right so they are just putting themselves into a corner basically and hoping that that there is no like little bit of hole that they can fall through mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll have to see. We'll exactly. To see. Although, you never know. Mm-hmm. We could finally get a Tolkien verse Guillermo del Toro movie. That would be cool. Speaking of Guillermo del Toro, <laughs> uh, apparently he is already working on a new animated uh, animated movie. Okay. And this one is called The Buried Giant. And this one's going to be going to Netflix as well. Okay. So this one is based off of a movie. Uh, <laughs> let me just read this here quick. Based on the fantasy novel by Nobel Prize winning British writer uh, Kazu Ishiguro. Okay. The novel follows an elderly Briton couple, Axel and Beatrice, living in a fictional, fictional post-Arthurian England, wow, in which no one is able to retain long-term memories. Mm. Uh, so then the same studio that did Pinocchio will be doing this one so like i said it will be animated it will be stop motion it sounds like okay um and then it looks like he is co-writing the script will with uh dennis kelly who uh did the script for matilda the musical okay so that is the next thing coming down the line from guillermo del toro nice i still need to watch uh well i still need to watch the uh the pinocchio netflix movie and I also need to still watch the Matilda uh, remake as well. So, not a remake. Um, sorry. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I really. I really just need to sit down and go through the Pinocchio movie too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just. I couldn't make it last time. I really couldn't. So we'll have to see. Gotcha. We'll have to see you how it goes. You can do it. You can do it, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see if if you know we have some music or if the movies remain silent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a stretch, but I liked it. <laughs> uh, Return to Silent Hill. We've talked about this before. This is the sequel to the Silent Hill movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, we'll be filming soon. Uh, I mean, like I said, this is the one that we talked about where right. uh, Christoph Gans is returning to direct. Mm-hmm. And this will be basically a sequel to the first one with the second one kind of out of the canon, I believe, is what we are saying. Mm, right. Uh, but it will be a adaptation of Silent Hill to the game. Okay. And Pyramid Head will be back. Yes. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if Sean Bean will survive this whole movie. Scene Bean? Yeah, Scene Bean. Or Sean Bon. Sean Bon. <laughs> so good i mean it's either scene bean or sean bond you can't have it both ways <laughs> or it could be sean it bon. could be a scene bond scene bond <laughs> oh. oh okay uh, <laughs> uh i've had my expect my, my my laugh at the expense of the name um uh okay so return to silent hill you excited for this travis i am um, i really enjoyed the uh 
the first Silent Hill movie that came out. Um, what was that, like 2007, something like that? And oh, yeah, something... It was a while ago. Yeah. So, and I've always wanted a sequel to that one. And then mm. they did come out with a sequel, but it wasn't technically... Like, it was with that one, but it wasn't. So, it made it weird. And then, now that we're getting a sequel, I'm excited for this. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah, that sequel good. was uh, Silent Hill Revelation, right? That's it. Yes, it was. And it was in 3D. 3D. And it had Kit Harrington in it. It did. Interesting. It did. It had Jon Snow. It did. Like I said, they will be starting filming soon never know it could be wednesday <laughs> you're just killing it today i told you once i gotta get rolling and then and then yeah. i can get going yes uh so speaking of wednesday uh ricky lindholm from the tv series wednesday mm-hmm. has apparently joined in to they listen from blumhouse uh so kind of staying with the the horror genre a little bit here okay uh in wednesday she played dr valerie kinbot she sure did <laughs> that, that sounded like there's uh, something bad behind that oh no not well i mean she like so i thought for sure she was behind a lot of the, what was going on but she ended up not being <gasps> spoilers sorry spoilers uh but yeah uh she has joined in on they listen Mm-hmm. which uh, apparently has already wrapped production and is set for an August 25th theatrical release. Really? Okay. Yep, yep. And then uh, John Cho is also in it, like uh, starring in it. Nice, okay. So let me see if I can figure out kind of what we're looking at. Nope, plot is under wraps, so we get nothing. No plot for you. We drank the fizzy lifty drink. We soiled <laughs> the ceiling that now has to be cleaned. That's it. We get nothing. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we'll have to see how it all goes uh, oh. once they kind of start releasing some idea of what the plot is going to be. But that should be coming out in August is what they're saying. So I was trying to figure out where I remembered her from. And I knew her from Big Bang Theory for sure. But she was also in the first Knives Out. She was. She, she was, was Michael Donna. Shannon. Yeah, Michael Shannon's wife. My rock. Where then yes. four clatters down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wait. Oh, that's right. She was totally the the um the one that was uh very much. I saw a headline on Twitter about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that whole thing. You got it. Uh but yeah. We'll have to see what goes on from there. We'll see. We'll see what Blumhouse uh, brings out with this uh, with this new they listen. Well, hopefully Blumhouse uh, that thunder will strike t- twice. You know it. Yeah. Ah, uh, get it. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna move over to Thunderbolts, the new um, the Marvel movie that's gonna be coming out here, and Steven Yoon has apparently joined the cast in a key role, is what they're saying. Ooh, okay. Uh, they aren't saying what that key role is as of yet, mm-hmm. uh, but it is possible that it will set up f- 
further movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Of course, okay. For Steven Yeun, uh, which if you don't know who that, you don't know him by his name. Uh, basically, he was in The Walking Dead. Yes, that's Glenn. Yep, Glenn from The Walking yep. Dead. And then he was also in Nope yes. more recently, where mm-hmm. he was uh, kind of the the sideshow. I wouldn't even say sideshow, but um, mm-hmm. the show kind of like director, producer, put, putting on the show kind of thing for uh, the stuff that's happening. Was it this year or was it last year's Oscars that he was in something that was nominated? Um, no, it's not this year, but it had to have been last year. Uh, well, let's see. Was I mean, like I said, he was in Nope. Right. I knew that one for sure. Uh, Sp- Space Jam? No, not that one. Otherwise, I don't know. Otherwise, it's basically Nope and the humans. It was like some. It was like something about a family. Uh, and it was a foreign language film. Well, let's see here. Nope, this one's in English. I guess I'm not. Uh, I'm not too sure. Oh, okay. Um, because basically, I mean, he's the voice of Mark Grayson in Invincible. Okay. He's the voice of Speckle in Tuca and Birdie. Okay. And then he was in Nope, and then The Humans, and then Troll Hunters: Rise of the Titans, Space Jam, Final Space, another TV show, Wizards, mm-hmm. another TV show. And then Minari in 2020. That's it. That's a the Korean movie. family starts a farm in 1980s Arkansas. That's it. Yes, Minari. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it looks like it did win an Oscar, mm-hmm. or no, he he won an Oscar. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry, I take that back. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Minari <laughs> won best performance by an actress in a supporting role uh, okay. by Yoon Yo Jung. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it was also nominated for Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role, uh, Motion Picture of the Year, uh, Best Achievement in Directing, Original Screenplay, and Music Written for Motion Picture's Original Score. Okay. I don't even rem- remember this one coming out. Not going to lie. I mean, yeah, it kind of flew on, on, under the radar, and then it was starting to pick up steam once, you know, Oscar season hit. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so... Like I said, uh, like we were talking about, Steven Yeun has joined Thunderbolts in a key role. We don't know what that role is as of yet, but we'll uh, keep you up to date as we kind of uh, hear stuff. Sounds good. Uh, and then kind of staying in the joining into movies, Anna Ferris has joined into a movie. Mm-hmm. And that movie is the sequel to My Spy, which is My Spy, The a- Eternal City. Okay. Uh if you don't remember this one, I won't wouldn't blame you. This one came out in what mid late 2020, something like that. Yeah. Um, so it was released right to Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the one with Dave Bautista, where he is like this really kind of. Uh, I guess I don't even know how to. He was like a like a CIA almost like black ops almost right. sort of. It, it, it was like something like that, but then he's like taking care of a little girl. Okay. Yep. So, uh, sorry, I just found it here. Uh, a tough but vulnerable super spy who ends up blackmailed by a pint-sized neighbor into teaching the tools of the trade during an undercover assignment. <laughs> so, uh, there is a sequel coming in where it is now going to be about teenaged 
Uh, Sophie, who has convinced JJ, played by Dave Bautista, to chaperone her school choir trip to Italy, where they both unwittingly end up pawns in an international terrorist plot targeting CIA chief David Kim, played by Ken Jeong, and his son Colin, who is also Sophie's best friend. So, <laughs> okay. so apparently there's that. Uh, also, Craig Robinson and Flew LeBorg have also joined in. Okay. And like I said, Ken Jong is in it, and Christian Shaw is in it as well, along with Anna Ferris just joining in now that we've heard nice. of. Nice. Okay. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty good comedy cast. Um, maybe I might have to check that first one out because this like that second movie cast is pretty amazing. Right. Uh, let me just double check one thing here, quick. Sure. You do your thing, Chicken Wing. Woo woo. Oh, I was going to kind of look and see if it had done really well. Like, apparently it was the third most watched thing on Amazon Prime. Really? Okay. Uh, is what they were saying. Uh, let me just double check where that said that. Uh, was the third most watched SVOD released film of 2020. Hmm. That being said, Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. <laughs> Critic rating is a 48%. Oof. Audience score is a 38%. Oof. Uh, let's just say Hot Pursuit. Mm-hmm. With uh, what Sandra Bullock and Reese Witherspoon, I think, right? Hopper suit. No, that no, was Reese, Reese Witherspoon, Witherspoon and and uh, what's her face? Sofia uh, Vergara. That's it. Yes. Uh, had a thirty-five percent audience score. Oh my! So just kind of putting that out there. Okay. But like I said, apparently it did well enough that uh, they're making a sequel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I mean, hey, if the kids enjoy it, then that's all that matters. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, one movie that I don't think that the kids will enjoy <laughs> uh, is a new one coming from Thailand. And this one is called The Lake, which actually brings us to our trailers because this is the first trailer that we're going to be talking about as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis. Yes. <laughs> Just looking at this mm-hmm. feels like jurassic park meets godzilla 98 yes yes that is good uh i was about i was gonna say godzilla 98 for sure uh jurassic park i would say that as well um uh, after the dinosaurs start escaping mm-hmm. oh for sure um it surprisingly like the graphics looked really good here's the thing yeah it does CGI and a ton of practical. Yeah. So uh, I was reading about it, mm-hmm. and apparently uh, they had... It was brought to life using a combination of life-sized practical animatronics and CGI. Okay. So, uh, I mean, basically, you know, there are some shots where, you know, it's just like the head coming in and like mm-hmm. screeching and stuff, and it's like, ooh, you could tell that that was there. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's kind of why it reminded me of Jurassic Park, because, you know, in the in the dinosaur escaping scene when it's raining, Mm -hmm. they had the full sized animatronic of the T-Rex. Yep. And I'm kind of wondering if they learned from them about not having a certain kind of foam on the animatronic so that it doesn't get waterlogged and then start shaking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm hmm. 
because yeah that's right they were having issues with the t-rex yeah they would have to like stop between every take and towel down the t-rex yep and then apparently fun fact in the original jurassic park i'm sure a lot of people already know this but i'm gonna say it anyway Mm -hmm. uh when the t-rex comes crashing through the top of the uh the explorer roof it was not supposed to come down that far right uh I think popular story is that it was so waterlogged from the rain coming down uh-huh. that it just went a lot further than it was supposed to. And so the screams that the kids do as the T-Rex comes crashing through the roof are 100% real. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> we'll have to see if they if they if they learned it all. Steven, that dinosaur is way too real. <laughs> Stan Winston, you did a way you did way too good of a job. Right. right. <laughs> so uh, this one, let's see here. The director basically said this movie will bring back the nostalgia of when we first loved the original monster movies with animatronics and puppets. But the most exciting thing about the movie is watching this monster movie with forty percent CGI. Forty percent. That is something. Mm-hmm. That. I wonder if we'll get it here. I mean, it sounds like it will be coming here for a limited theatrical run on March 10th. Okay. Uh, and then March 14th, it will be on digital platforms. I don't know where, though. Okay. Uh, we'll have to see how it goes, though. I mean, it might be something to kind of take a look for. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, the trailer. The monster looked incredible. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it gave me very much kind of... 98 Godzilla vibes where you know the it's the creature is stalking and mm-hmm. you know there's lots of murder and mayhem and monster movie shenanigans uh but then it reminded me of the of Jurassic Park um after the dinosaurs escaping just mm-hmm. with you know kind of the way that things were progressing all right and another thing that reminded me of Godzilla was the scene where you're seeing the footprints in the into the grass. Yep. That reminded me a lot of Godzilla, and also when the little girl is holding up the egg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's that too. Mm-hmm. So, we'll have to see how this one goes. Yes. I I think it looks entertaining. I I kind of want to see this one. I kind of figured. Yeah. And they don't actually hide the monster either, so that's nice too. Yes. The hopefully monster is right, right there. Exactly. And hopefully it doesn't come in, you know, like an hour into the movie. Right. Right. Uh, but that brings us to our next trailer that we have. Mm-hmm. And that trailer is for The Machine. <laughs> which looks hilarious. Uh, I, I I love Bert Kreischer. He's a fantastic comedian. Um, so... He's on Netflix, uh, so he has a special out there called called The Machine, where he tells the story where this movie is based off of, mm-hmm. or where his where his his whole joke is based off of, and so and this is just <laughs> kind of his origin story with that and then also a little bit of an after effect of what happens afterwards <laughs> oh and uh who is uh who's playing his dad uh mark uh yeah mark hamill <laughs> <laughs> so uh basically if you haven't heard which honestly i i hadn't heard 
Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when he was in college, he went over to... Did he go over to actually Russia? He did, yeah. And he didn't speak like any Russian. Uh, there was a guy there who was for their, quote unquote, for their protection. Uh, mm -hmm. But they weren't supposed to talk to him. And they weren't supposed to you know, do any, you know, interact with him, do anything like that. Right. Um, but they just, you know, paid this guy to be protection because he's with the mafia. Yep. And he decided to become friends with him. Yep. <laughs> and then he became part of the Russian mafia. Yep. And they ended up robbing the train together. And oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And so this is basically uh, somebody coming back from those days to get revenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love that scene in the trailer where he's trying to do that jump, that jump up. And oh, he yeah. just falls back onto his back. <laughs> it's like, I've done that before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no way I'm trying anymore. Oh, but... no, yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that since I was in my teens. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, this one looks this one looks funny. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's going to be rated R, no okay. question about it. But we'll have to see how it goes. It looks like it's coming out in May. It is, yeah. Something and, to look forward to. And also, a little fun fact... Um, so Bert Kreischer, uh, he was the inspiration for Van Wilder. Really? Uh, in it, like very loosely, but his college experience is based off of Van Wilder because he was in college for a very long time. He just didn't graduate for the longest time because he just didn't know what he wanted to do mm -hmm. and he would party all the time and just yeah so <laughs> very nice good to know yeah good to know <laughs> <laughs> oh man kind of switching gears a little bit mm -hmm. just a little bit our next trailer is past lives now this one is this one's coming from a24 which i was not i was expecting kind of like a you know, horror-y kind of dry vibe to it, right? Mm -hmm, mm hmm When it first started up. No, this is this is basically just like... I wouldn't even say rom-com. This is a just full-on drama. Oh, definitely. Uh, so basically, uh, it our main character uh, lived in Korea. Yeah. Uh, like, grew up yep. in Korea. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of had this boy in her class that, you know, they were kind of childhood sweetheart kind of things, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, and then she ended up moving away, uh, kind of came to America, found, you know, started dating somebody, married them, everything like that. And then this guy from her childhood shows up. Yep. You know, this guy from her past life shows up. And then there's this whole drama then uh, where, you know, they start kind of hanging out and all what could have been. And, you know, is she really happy in her life and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It'll be a very heavy movie. Very much so. Um, obviously, don't go into that if you're not in that sort of mindset. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it looks good. Um, I... I don't never I don't necessarily always gravitate towards, you know, romantic. I can't even call this romantic. It's going to I'm sure it will be in some aspects, but it's more drama than anything. Mm -hmm. But um but this looks actually pretty good. Absolutely. But, but it's going to be heavy for sure. So 
Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. No question about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. This I don't know if this is... This isn't really necessarily something that I would even... I don't think I would be even kind of want to watch this. Mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be 100% honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I wouldn't go to a theater, but, you know, if I saw it on Netflix, I'm like, oh, I wanted to see that. I'll watch it. Okay. Just to okay. see. So, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, so that does bring us to our next trailer, mm-hmm. which is The Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> uh, with, oh, man. Uh, with Russell Crowe mm-hmm. as The Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> which is sort of based off of a true story. Inspired or, by the true story inspired, of Father yeah. Gabriel Am- uh, Amorth. Amorth? Mm-hmm. Amorth? Oh. Chief Exorcist of the Vatican. The Pope's Exorcist is exclusively in movie theaters April 14th. Um, Honestly? Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. Are you thinking about watching this? Uh, Kind of, but not really. Okay. I was like, that's surprising. All right. Yeah, I know. Basically, this one is definitely going to be a horror. But if it's going to be on the same kind of level as Exorcist, or yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? Yeah, it, it seems like it's going to be more so like the mystery part of it, more so than the horror part of it. Yeah, I feel like the, the exorcism that's shown in the trailer is going to be a small portion, or not necessarily, not a small portion of it, but uh, like it's not, it's not going to be kind of the, it's going to be leading into the main portion of it, I should say. Definitely, right. I agree with that. So, uh... It definitely gave me updated Exorcist vibes. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, have some fun with this one, Travis. I, I think I will. And and I'm excited. I, I know they are remaking The Exorcist or they're doing something like that. Uh, mm. So, I mean, I, I know this isn't a sequel to that, but uh, if this is good, hopefully the next real sequel remake exorcist will be good as well right that makes sense yes (laughs) and then uh i'll tell you to have fun with that one as well sweet (laughs) right uh our next trailer that we have here is for uh boston strangler Mm -hmm. this one is going to hulu okay uh but there's there's a lot of people in this one kira knightley chris cooper david dusmelkian yes uh why can't i think of her name um she's an older lady uh i'm losing it i i don't i don't have my skill anymore i used to be able to name people all the time um i mean i don't necessarily see are you talking about carrie coon yes i wouldn't necessarily call her older she was born in 1981 oh i guess that's not too much older than we are so okay sorry I guess well we're old too so <laughs> you shut your mouth uh, I did not know this she played Proxima Midnight why does so, that sound familiar in Avengers Infinity uh, War yes she she's okay. the one who uh, in Endgame mm-hmm. uh, basically got or was, was on the battlefield and then got beat up by uh, I don't know was it was that Infinity War? No, that was... Was that Endgame? God, I can't remember anymore. That was Infinity War. Yeah, that was Infinity War. 
uh, where she got beat up by Black Widow and uh, I can't remember her name from Black Panther. Oh, um, are you Oye? talking? Okay. Um. Oh, and then uh, Scarlet Witch as well. Sorry, Scarlet yeah. Witch. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Um. Yeah, that was that was her. Okay. So she played one of the. Uh, um. Thanos one of Thanos's, Yep, one of those guys. Okay. Yep the 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 woman with like the kind of the horns kind of coming out right by her That's eyes. That's it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. And then she played Callie on Ghostbusters Afterlife, and she was goes. Margot Dunn on Gone Girl. Okay. So wait, was she like the main person? In... Yeah. No, the sister possibly of the main, of Rosamund because Rosamund Pike was was yeah the main girl in Gone yeah. Girl. Yeah. And then I think played her sister or something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Boston Strangler. Um, what other stuff has he been in? Ah, Alessandro Nivola is also in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played Pollux Troy in Face Off. Nice. So he wasn't Caster Troy. He was Pollux Troy. (laughs) (laughs) He was Dickie Moltisanti in The Many Saints of Newark. Okay. Uh, Anthony Amato in American Hustle. Okay. So I've been in a few things, but he's one of the main people here. Rory Cochran is in it as well. Nice. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Like you said, you know, Kira Knightley, Chris Cooper, and David Desmelkian. It's about, so this, uh, we kind of dropped it here, but it's kind of about the Boston Strangler in the 60s, mm-hmm. uh, where Loretta McLaughlin uh, was a reporter who first connected the murders and broke the story of the Boston Strangler, and then she and Jean Cole challenged the sexism, sexism of the early 1960s to report on the city's most notorious serial killer. Mm-hmm. It looks, uh, looks a little scary. Looks a little scary, and, like... Spooky. I'm, yeah, spooky scary. Uh, I, uh, I don't know a whole lot about the Boston Strangler, and that's something, because, like, I'm pretty big on my knowledge on serial killers, so the, I am intrigued to see this one, because it looks interesting, I like a good story like that, uh, I, I wonder if it's gonna be, like, is it a movie, or is it a TV show? Movie. Because, okay, because I was like, I, I, I could see it go either way. Yep, yep. Like, Original like, movie, March 17th, only on Hulu. Okay. All right, cool. So then, yeah, I wonder, or I shouldn't say I wonder. Um, I'm sure it'll be a, a long, long movie, which, I mean, I have no problem with that. I like longer movies. And just, it, yeah, it, it, it looks creepy, and it's giving me David Fincher vibes, sort of like the Seven um, Zodiac kind of vibe, too, because... Uh, Zodiac had the sort of the newspaper uh, Mm -hmm. like newsroom kind of aspect of everything and I feel like this one has that too except for Mm -hmm. not the newsroom (laughs) a little bit yeah a little bit yeah so uh, I don't see a runtime here yet but yeah so it could be could definitely be a bit of a longer movie absolutely oh that's fine yeah so uh, but that does lead us to our last trailer Mm -hmm. so gonna do a little bit another tone shift here for our last trailer is about my father uh with uh robert de niro as the titular father Mm -hmm. why 
my question is why does Robert why does Robert De Niro feel the need to do these sort of ridiculous movies that I don't think he needs to be doing so here's the thing though mm-hmm. this one this one gives me a meet the parents kind of vibe not the meet not meet the fuckers not not that one meet the parents mm-hmm. okay where it could be pretty darn good it's got that potential it does and then Sebastian Maniscalco is the main character in this one. Yeah, he's a stand-up comedian. He was uh, also Crazy Joe Gallo in The Irishman. Yep. And Johnny Veneer in Green Book. Yes. Oh yeah, he's done a. He, he's, he's done, done smaller parts. Yeah. Here and there, yeah. Oh, apparently, mm-hmm. he is also the voice of Spike in the Super Mario Bros. movie. Really? Apparently. I like it. Okay. Uh, so, basically, Robert De Niro plays the father of uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, mm-hmm. and they end up going, uh, I think, over the 4th of July to uh, Sebastian's fiance's parents' house? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they end up bringing Robert De Niro, because otherwise he'd just be there alone. And, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of play up the whole like Italian immigrant father kind of trope. Um, oh, so not, not fiance, just girlfriend. Um, and basically, you know, it, it kind of leads to shenanigans where Robert De Niro is kind of the grew up, maybe not having the most money, you know, as, like they say in the trailer, putting money in mayo jars and burying them in the backyard. Right. Uh, whereas her family grew up with a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, basically a lot of uh shenanigans ensue from there mm-hmm. like robert de niro wanting to make a traditional you know kind of irish or not irish italian wow my bad a traditional italian dinner for the family right and so he finds you know some some noodles and he finds some some sauce and then he finds some poultry uh, <laughs> uh, that poor peacock. Yeah. <laughs> and the family loves it, and then they have to get rid of the evidence after dinner. It's, um, it, it's almost like you've done this before. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, it, to me, it looks funny. It, mm. There's definitely going to be kind of that cringy comedy, but it also feels like it's there's going to be some heartfelt moments. There's going to be some just genuine funny moments Mm -hmm. um i don't know so when the trailer started i immediately got dirty grandpa vibes and then and then it got serious the trailer had that whole like the whole family sort of aspect to it Mm. and then it was like oh this isn't going to be dirty grandpa this is gonna actually be like you said like meet the like meet the parents sort of more of a family eccentric not so much the gross out humor sort of movie. right right yeah so and i mean apparently uh sebastian maniscalco did write it or, or you know co-write it with uh austin earl i guess mm-hmm. okay um see here who's done a lot of tv series it looks like this is going to be their first like movie okay uh but that being said i don't know it, it looks funny it looks it looks pretty good and it's going to be coming in at the end of May. 
I will definitely give it a shot if I see it around. Right, right. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of right there with you, man. Sweet. All right, but that does end our trailers for this week. But that just means you have to visit us at Facebook, where facebook.com slash movies are a thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing. No spaces, extra slashes, anything like that at movies are a thing. Come on by and say hi. So, movies premiering this week. Woo! First one we have is Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre, which is rated R and will be in theaters. Super spy Orson Fortune must track down and stop the sale of a deadly new weapons technology wielded by billionaire arms broker Greg Simmons. Reluctantly teamed with some of the world's best operatives, Fortune and his crew recruit Hollywood's biggest movie star, Danny Francesco, to help them on their globe-trotting undercover mission to save the world. IMDb has this movie at a 6.7 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 65%, and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. I am there for it. This movie looks fantastic. Yeah, so this is this is the movie with uh, Jason Statham as uh, Orson Fortune. Yes. But then it also has Aubrey Plaza and Carrie Elwes, Hugh Grant as the evildoer. Mm-hmm. And then Josh Hartnett as the, uh, oh, what did they say? Biggest, Hollywood's biggest movie star, Danny Francesco. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been in much lately, and I'm so excited to see him in something. Right, right. It should be, should be fun times here. Definitely. But the trailers that we've seen looks super funny Mm -hmm. hugh grant seems like he's just eating up you know the scenery oh yeah for this you know for being able to play the bad guy Mm -hmm. which he will be playing possibly another bad guy in the new dungeons and dragons movie oh that's right yes he yeah possibly we'll have to see (laughs) um but yeah well this like i said this one this one almost looks like a Ocean's Eleven, but reluctantly put together, and instead of stealing money, they're trying to steal this deadly new weapons technology to make sure it doesn't get um, sold. So, I would almost go almost like Italian job. Okay. Okay. Just because they're they're all cr- like they're all criminals to some extent. <laughs> Well, these are all CIA operatives and other That's operatives. That's true, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So I can, I can definitely see, I can definitely see Italian job. Mm-hmm. But I guess just for me, it, I guess I'm just leaning more towards reluctant Ocean's Eleven. Actually, yours fits better than mine does, just because. No, you're supposed to keep your own opinion, Travis. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, I mean, like, it, honestly, it could be a cross between the two as well. Uh, hey. There you go. We'll take it. It's a win-win. Exactly. Uh, I kind of want to see this one. I do, too. And another note, too, uh, with Hugh Grant, he was also in another Guy Ritchie film, uh, what, a couple of years ago, The Gentleman. Oh, right. Where yeah. he was a bad guy as well. Okay. So he's, he's just getting a couple more, you know, bad guy roles and yeah. just running with it, it, sounds, it seems like. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, if, if it's not broke or if it's not broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, well, that actually brings us to our next movie here that is going to be premiering this week. And that is going to be Creed 3, which is rated PG-13 and will be in theaters. After dominating the boxing world, Adonis Creed has been thriving in both his career and family life. 
when a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy Damien resurfaces after service, serving a long sentence in prison, he is eager to prove that he deserves his shot in the ring. The face-off between former friends is more than just a fight. To settle the score, Adonis must put his future on the line to battle Damien, a fighter who has nothing to lose. IMDb did not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 91% and Metacritic is sitting at a 72 so this one was directed by by Michael B. Jordan himself, correct? Correct. Okay. So I've heard this is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Again, I haven't watched the other ones, so I can't really say anything. Right. Um, but I def yeah, <laughs> I definitely liked Creed more than I liked Creed Two. Okay. But I'm that doesn't deter me from seeing Creed Three. I think this looks really good. And also, I mean, a lot of the same cast is coming back. Mm -hmm. Michael B. Jordan. um, Tessa uh, Thompson. Yep, Tessa Thompson. uh, Florian Montanu. Yep. Is back Um, as Victor Drago. Yep. The mom from uh, Bill Cosby, or from The Cosby Show. Um, Uh, Felicia Rashad. Yep, she's back. Uh... And then, of course, Kang is coming back as Adonis's brother, or their his friend, I mean. Yeah, Jonathan Majors. Yep, Jonathan Majors. So, yeah, this is, what, the third movie? Or is, is this is this the fourth one that we were talking about? For in the Creed franchise? No, no, that he's been in, like, uh, within the last couple of months. Third? The fourth one. The fourth one, because we had fourth. Devotion, right? That was oh, the yeah. World War, or Korean, Korean War? Yep, yep, Korean yep. War. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Magazine Dreams, which yep. is the one where he played the bodybuilder. And yep. then Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium, where he played Kang the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. And now Creed III. Mm-hmm. He, he's just killing it, I tell ya. Yeah, these last couple of months have been uh, pretty good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Creed Three should be pretty good. Well, hopefully it's a knockout. Oh, Wow. Sorry. <laughs> wow. I just say that because I know our last movie will not be. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? It's got children in it. It's got healthy food in it. It's rated R. <laughs> so our last movie of the night is Children of the Corn, which is rated R and will have a limited release here. Possessed by a spirit in a dying cornfield, 12-year-old Eden recruits the other children in her small town to rise up and take control. Tired of having to pay the price for their parents' mistakes, Eden leads the kids on a bloody rampage, killing the adults and anyone who opposes her. With all the adults jailed or dead, it comes down to one high schooler who won't go along with the plan and becomes the town's only hope of survival. IMDb is sitting at a 4.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 0%, and Metacritic does not have a score. Yeah. Um, I I do not think I'll be watching this one, um, even though I love horror. Uh, really? Yeah. I think I'm just going to leave well enough alone and just love the original one like I have and just leave it at that. <laughs> did uh, did uh, Firestarter kind of help with this yeah. decision? Firestarter kind of helped with it since that was kind of a, a big, a big dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it 
it they have such potential but they just they just don't follow through yeah so i will say this one technically was supposed to come out in 2020 really okay yep uh but it got put on the shelf because of everything happening mm-hmm. uh, as you know and uh now they're finally getting around to dusting it off and releasing it <laughs> well let's just throw this out there and see how it does right I'm honestly halfway surprised that they didn't just uh, have it kind of slide under the under the rug as a tax write-off. Right. You know, pull it, pull a Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm surprised that it's not just VOD or you know on Netflix or Prime or Hulu or something. Right. But. I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll surprise us all and it'll be number one this weekend, but I highly doubt it. I do, too. <laughs> uh, I mean, like I said, it's only going to be a limited release. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you know any theaters that run movies from the distributor RLJE Films, then you might see it. Okay. Otherwise, it looks like it should be on Shutter. Okay. Not too long after is my guess. Nice. Okay. Not bad, not bad. Mm Mm-hmm. But that does bring us to the end of our movies for the night. Travis. Yes, sir. I'm guessing Creed and then Operation Fortune. Ooh. uh, Or or are you thinking Operation Fortune and then Creed? Um, no. I would go, yeah, Creed and then Operation Fortune. Gotcha, gotcha. Very nice. I want to see both, but I I feel like I would want to see Creed 3 first. Okay. But... Ultimately, before anything, I need to see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the stuff that I've that I've heard about it is mm-hmm. that it's not very good. But if you go in not expecting it to be good, then you should have a fun time. Okay, good. Then I'll. <laughs> I, I'm not expecting a masterpiece. I'm just expecting to have a good time. There you go. There you go. Just have fun with all of the shenanigans. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, Travis, uh, do you have anything else you want to say about the movies or trailers or news or anything like that? I am the machine. No, I'm good. <laughs> all right. Well, then uh, make sure you visit us at Facebook or Facebook.com slash Movies Are Thing or on Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are Thing. No space, dash, slash, anything like that at Movies Are Thing. We also have a Patreon, Patreon.com slash Movies Are Thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. Travis. Yes. I do believe it is about that time here it comes cue the outro thank you for listening to movies are a thing be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us In two days, it is March. It is. How rude. (laughs) How rude. How rude. How rude. It should not be March yet. That just means we're getting closer to May. That does mean we're just getting closer to May. Mm Mm-hmm. It's gonna be May. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, although, I, I am kind of looking forward to May. Oh, I am too. Yeah? Yeah. Why is that? 
Uh, well, I mean, uh, that's when the machine comes out, and uh, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. And also, that's when Guardians comes out, too. It is, isn't it? It is. Oh, but we got to get through April 1st. Do. And April 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th. <laughs> Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> <laughs> animals being animals. <laughs> no. Animals do the darndest things. <laughs> like this random goose that I have. Mm-hmm. He is being extra tonight. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I was out of town this weekend. I don't know. Maybe. That could be. But yeah, he's just sitting there. He's like, meow, meow. <laughs> and then he walks away. And he comes back and he's like. So, uh, they were, I was watching this one thing and they were talking about Knives Out. It was like mm-hmm. this whole thing on Knives Out. And they're like, well, it sounds like uh, Daniel Craig watched the episode of The Office where Ed Helms is, uh, is in there. He's like. Well, you gotta speak with a Savannah accent like slow molasses is coming out your mouth. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and and then uh, where Ricky watched you know some episode of like Parks and Rec, where it's Tennifer with two Y's. <laughs> uh. And it's just like, yeah, no, that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Good show, everybody. Good show, everybody. Yep. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies, and stop. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Waiting. Wait. Oh, it didn't do it. Aww. It didn't do that either. And that Aww. one. Aww. Well, well, dig, dig, dang it. Gosh darn it. Shoot. Darn. You okay? Oh uh, yeah, I'm good. Ooh, wow, that was sorry. That was loud. Sorry. It, like all I heard was, "Yeah, I'm good." No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Scared me, man. I'm Dared sorry. Ah, uh, okay, man. Uh, I think I have to get going here. Okay. Sounds um, good. You have yourself a good one. You uh, too. All right. Have a good one, man. You too. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.